Hi. Hi Ankur, how are you? Very well, how's it going? All good. It's good to see you after a long long yeah. time. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Where have you been? I'm in Pune and I was okay, in Bombay lovely. for a while when we used to meet in different gigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I moved to Pune and uh, now I'm like Oh, you moved to Pune? Yeah, 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 now I'm completely based out of Pune. The whole band is from Pune, so it just made a lot of okay. sense for me to be here and us being okay. together. And it oh, took nice. it took time, huh? Like right from Ahmedabad and then slowly moving to Bombay and then yeah. finally coming to Pune where everyone okay. is together. <laughs> How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Taking one day at a time. And did you like take uh, do exactly? taking one day at a time from the first day of lockdown or it eventually came into it uh i mean yeah kind of uh, we all knew that it's kind of a test match <laughs> and you are like, i'm already you know, wearing white you know <laughs> yeah five down for no runs <laughs> and uh, you have to take one ball at a time till the situation gets better then you take a session at a time and then a day yeah and then see if you can see the test match through you have you have also uh, been very visible on social media in terms of like live streaming and you always yeah i was uh, in the beginning i was doing a lot of it and now pretty much i have uh, actually past two months i'm not done much okay the first month i did a bunch yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i constantly used to see somewhere or the other ankur is always busy yeah and then when someone comes to us and ask for a session and we would be like how can i get the full band together of by not being together yeah. it was such a hassle we could not do it technically there were like so yeah. many drawbacks and stuff you know yeah. so you figured it now we are still figuring you know like i i haven't thought about what next we'll be doing but uh, sambit our drummer has been uh, constantly using technology and mixer and board and stuff to figure out his drum mix live Mm-hmm. but uh, at the end of the day you know something or the other even if we figure out technically but the internet won't be supportive enough to give exactly mm-hmm. synced live videos and stuff and uh, now now we are not looking into doing stuff live yet uh, mm-hmm. luckily we had some savings from the band which helps us to like further ourselves with for 6 mm-hmm. to 7 months we can go on but uh, mm-hmm. i think time has not come but at the back of our and like we are trying to figure out technically how to do it best what's up with you oh, nice. what what have you been busy with i've been busy with little work and just like housework mainly just uh dishes and uh, <laughs> clothes and food i have mainly that already. and then you you get you get a little time to write a bit and then uh-huh. jam a bit and rehearse and practice you have But been nothing like music? major Yeah I've been writing some songs as been mm-hmm. working on some words okay and uh, ankur I always wanted to ask you and I never got this opportunity before because we would be meeting over uh, what you call gigs and it would be just about talks about the show I remember the last time oh yeah now I remember where I met you last time the heha story when we had our flight cancelled and we had yeah. to take the uh, yeah. route through the, baroda and then correct. take cabs baroda, to correct. surat yeah, yeah. yeah now i remember i met sure. you there yeah so i never got this opportunity to ask you you are uh, from bombay itself or uh, you have moved to bombay 
I have uh, moved to not from Bombay at all, mm-hmm. but now I've been here since two thousand three, mm-hmm. and I moved from uh, I uh, spent my childhood in Roorkee, and then I did my college in Bhopal. Then mm-hmm. I came to Bombay for a few months, and then I went to Delhi. I was there in Delhi for five years, and then I've been in Bombay since two thousand three. Two thousand and three. Wow! I remember seeing you, or even hearing about you from Parvaz back in the days in two thousand and ten. Ten, I guess, when you used to mentor them yeah, I think very that's closely. Around, that's around this. Yeah, they they started off at that time. We were. Going through different struggles at that time, uh-huh. a lot, lot, not lot of people were listening to Hindi music, okay. uh, especially in Bombay. Mm-hmm. So, so they were finding difficult to find slots and finding difficult to find a place to play. Uh, so we got a few opening sets for them with our sets. Okay, and you started completely as a singer songwriter, right? Indie musician in the in Bombay. I started making music professionally since '98, and uh, then I released my first album in 2008, and uh, yeah, kind of that. How how has the journey been? Crazy, <laughs> nice, amazing. Yeah, like I'm sure like trip, probably. <laughs> I'm sure people already know your work, and they are quite updated about everything, but. in brief if you have to tell me how the journey has been uh what would you describe it as right from like being an indie musician because a lot of people look into you i mean journey has been like of uh, survival mm-hmm. uh that's why like something like uh when something like the pandemic happens you it feels that your whole life you were preparing for something like this no i i don't uh, because, think so i was uh, not prepared for this ankur It it was it was it's never like, meant to be yeah. part of it. Yeah, I feel that why I say that is not because of what is happening physically, but it's always that you feel that uh, the life keeps on giving you new tests to survive. Hmm. And that's been a journey as an indie musician because it's always something keeps on going wrong. It's always like you see, it's like you're on a long road trip. Yeah. and uh, a new adventure comes and then you have to fix that and you move, move on have you always so been this that's calm that pretty much is sorry no have no i'm not that calm at all no you are you like you are making it sound very easy right now in terms of i mean it's not it's like basically you it it's uh, it's unfair to uh, compare one adventure with another adventure uh, or one uh, Uh, like setback with another setback and the pandemic it is a setback but at the same time it's always you know when when uh, something shit happens to you you always feel that that is the worst thing that has happened to you ever hmm uh, which we are feeling right now which is like horrible at so many levels at levels which are beyond our control we still hmm. are privileged uh, but it's really bad for the underprivileged everywhere but uh, as uh, as a like as an independent musician it's it's kind of when we started making music uh, it was never taken as a serious profession it was uh, never taken as something you know which is people don't won't even understand what you're doing to the level that 
it probably strangely enough it took a rock on for half of my family to understand what a band is because <laughs> before rock on it was just called an orchestra in yeah. in this in you know in throughout the country you would feel that even you would say that you would you play in a band they would imagine a wedding band <laughs> so uh, so it it is uh, and other people who not in a wedding band and play music together are is the orchestra party which also plays at the weddings so it actually that movie uh, definitely changed things yeah. uh, in terms of giving answers to your relatives yeah and you know what to make trouble, them understand what you were doing yeah you know what trouble i face with my band at this point of time we are an instrumental band gana kahan hai yeah and when someone uh, says gana kahan hai it is the voice uh, no one cares about the yeah. band and uh, yeah. i think like i can't i don't i don't see any movie coming up which will talk about instrumental music at all to influence that yeah. set of audience i mean like that the problem i think is not like like i never had any problem with people because that's their ignorance or their point of view i just felt bad for some of my relatives and my folks and my sister who had to face the questions and they had to give the answers so i just you know i really uh, their support for me even though they didn't understand what i was doing is something which i really uh, find precious and that's what kind of makes you empathetic towards the world when you feel that somebody can support you without even understanding what you do i feel that, that kind of love is hard to find yeah so uh, for me it is like i am not there to make people understand or educate anyone or tell anyone anything that everyone has their own journey uh, uh, but at the same time uh, it whatever you should do whatever gives you happiness whatever gives you satisfaction that's really nice i mean you can waste your time explaining to people or you can uh, use your time to write songs right yeah and, and this gives for good fodder because you can write this your this, like write this in your song this incident in your song and you were inspired by such instances mostly or uh, you read books or you watch movies i mean i think i like i've always been a bit stubborn in my life i've always kind of followed my own path which could have been very irritating when i was much younger mm-hmm. uh now it just seems because uh at certain level i have superficially can be seen as successful by certain people uh so now the same stubbornness stubbornness can be you know dubbed as you know kitna self confidence and all of that can come in mm-hmm. so it depends like these are all narratives that people build around you mm-hmm. uh but yeah, one thing i remember right since my childhood was that i was very like i was excited by rebellion mm-hmm. and i was excited by uh giving a fresh perspective to the same thing mm-hmm. and somehow all of that fell into place with songwriting and your message was mostly and because i remember your uh the single which you released uh wo hum nahi yeah wo hum nahi yeah yeah, that, yeah. so it was uh, released at a time when we had that political unrest in the country and so much was going around and even now it is going around and yeah. uh, even i started uh, wearing gamusa to all my shows and mm. Uh, mm. and i shamefully ad- admit that i wasn't very vocal about kashmir thing until and unless things came to my 
doorstep in Assam and uh, but but I never took that kind of an interest into politics until now and uh, but your uh, like have you been always political with your songwriting and the message that you wanted to I mean like uh, I don't like to write songs with messages I like to write songs with feelings and at the feeling when I wrote when I wrote Hum Nahi I was going through a feeling of like really I was feeling angry after a long time mm-hmm. and that had to be went out and it came out in the form of a song uh having said that you always political i feel even though you're not participating in it i mean we all kind of paying taxes and we all live a life where politics affects our lives uh so you always political some people choose to uh you know not get vocal about it and uh, choose to not involve themselves in it vocally up front and which is a choice i respect as well i mm-hmm. feel like you can never judge where people come from and what has happened to uh, a person i feel that but i i don't understand the the meaning of the word apolitical in today's terms i feel that everyone's political some people choose to stay silent about it and not discuss it it's you are living in that world you're living in a political world and you cannot ignore it you are living in a democracy and you're living in uh, where your vote counts now whether you want to talk about it or don't want to talk about it can be an ostrich about it but you can't say that your work is uh, apolitical because every work is uh, political it the ratio of the politics current politics or current affairs might be very little uh, like there are so many love songs that gulzar saab has written and you ask him where like where do you feel such pain and he talks about that all the songs are about partition mm. and you feel there about love so there are mm. so many songs that you might feel that are are love songs but mm. they actually about unrest mm. like till uh, till very recently people didn't realize that mohabbat zindabad is a protest song mm. uh, because they would see my song as a as a love song because mm. you are celebrating love and i mm. i feel that that's an answer to a lot of unrest is but you always as an audience you always look for the stories uh, your story in the stories that you read or the songs that you hear so when the atmosphere got political and uh, people started getting more involved with the politics then they started realizing that that song is not a love song it's a protest song in fact it's been used as a love song in a few places how did you feel finally people understanding about it about the song I, uh i for me i you know whenever i write something it comes from within and for me the moment it's written it's gone out of my system it's basically my therapy mm-hmm. so uh, so it was uh, uh once i had gotten that anger out then i knew that i'm not going to be destructive about it and i felt happy that i could get that you know poison out of my system you mentioned so like once you, it's out then then it then it becomes other people's songs and then it it's not about like once you've written a song and you've gotten the emotion out then it becomes everyone's song when you put it out in the world then then people can use it how they want to use it yeah but most of the time it happens that people don't get the exact meaning of it and it takes time it takes for them to grow with the song and eventually when they come up to you and they mention about the meaning behind the song which relates to your songwriting process and i'm sure like it feels great 
you know like how you mentioned people have been thinking about it it happens a, rarely but it have it's happened it's happened with a bunch of my songs that do which which has caught the imagination of people but it it's amusing like my song sabse piche hum khade one of my friends uh, driver came to me and uh, spoke to me about that song and he said he really loves that song and he thinks that song is about uh, immigrant drivers from bihar hmm but it's got nothing to do with that and mm. it's it's a song about rejection mm. uh but he is finding his story of rejection in that song so people don't connect with the words uh mm. as the surface meaning they come connect with the emotion mm. so a song about rejection can be a rejection about uh about uh, being from certain caste or certain place uh, it can be a rejection of a lover Mm-hmm. uh so everyone's open to connect with it say similarly a song about uh peace uh, or mm-hmm. song about uh, you know a voice against a fascist voice mm-hmm. uh can be a voice taken up by uh, a person going through domestic abuse or mm-hmm. a person going through different kind of discrimination so it's mm-hmm. not the song take births with an inciting incident which is which gives like and impetus to write a song mm-hmm. but uh basically i feel i essentially in my song writing don't write songs about incidents mm-hmm. i take the incident to like give me that push but yeah. i write songs about emotions and feelings and yeah. people different kind of incidents and different kind of things can connect the same can 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 be connected with the same feeling and is it Uh, because of this reason that you stick mostly to singles because that gives you the opportunity of being in a particular moment and feeling in a certain way yeah. and immediately writing that's a song just, huh that's just no singles is just like i feel how broke am i or how impatient am i it's like <laughs> as, actually as basic as that it's nothing to do with it. it's got nothing to, it's not like you know it's nothing in my life is i wish i was planning my life as uh, intensely and deeply i plan my songs or like i get dive into my songs it's very instinctive it's just like feels a bit this is the right time to release it let's like you know yeah. let's connect with another artist who's mm. a graphic designer or an artist to do the mm. cover let's do mm. a picture let's build a material around it and let's mm-hmm. just go with it so sometimes mm-hmm. it's just i can't wait for you know more stories to come together and it qualifying as an album and also like uh, i've been guilty of not recording a lot of my material it's actually just sheer laziness or or something like as impractical as something like as basic as abhi itna hi paisa hai to itne mein ye nikal dete ya abhi ye dikh raha hai abhi ye lag raha hai ki abhi kar dete hain to zyada log sun lenge yeah abhi kuch aur ek opportunity aa gayi kahin pe kisi ke sath koi brand ke sath koi connect it's actually quite instinctive it's just i don't plan my life as well as i should and also being bo- in bombay and being in the industry for a while it moves you in a certain in a different way than probably another songwriter in a different part of the country you know like you have things flowing in which moves you to to a particular task which a songwriter maybe in andabad or in guwahati won't do it otherwise True. like like for me i i love bombay for its chaos because chaos is inspiring for me it just like it because i think somewhere as an artist i i relate being an artist with survival 
and bombay keeps on giving you uh, rude shocks of survival and it just like keeps you on your toes you don't get comfortable in the city at, at all mm-hmm. and i feel like that's what keeps me going as an artist is like i feel a moment i feel comfortable like sometimes people say that you should uh, you're, you're such a great life you are an artist you could go to goa to write songs or go to the hills to write songs and when i find myself in hills in goa either i'm like you know drinking beer or chilling or eating food or like reading a book i don't like feel like writing songs there i feel like i write songs so i get there Mm. So so I uh, I love the chaos of the city. Mm. And uh, so most that, of that really drives me. Most of the work happens in the small room with her own desk and yeah. you know like yeah it just happens uh, for me like I'm constantly writing like for me like uh, you know as naive as we were when we were in school at that time I was recording my ideas on tape now i'm recording on my phone or like you know just yeah. uh, you in the middle of a party you get an idea you you lock yourself just in the bathroom you have a few lines it, and yeah. <laughs> yeah and you go and you go back into the party again as nothing happened yeah. and everyone's looking at you in a dodgy manner like what the fuck were you doing there for so long <laughs> and then you just say like yeah like i was just you know just taking my time but like you you uh, you uh, you always kind of immersed in your work and you always working because mm-hmm. it's not like work it's like it's your identity yeah and i even this time of lockdown got me back to my voice notes and i could see things from 2017 and 18 which made so much sense now and already started like structuring them and without technology it wouldn't have been possible so i have this superpower and that's because of technology is like if i ever get an idea for a melody or words and if i pick up my guitar and i I strum it with my guitar with some music. I'll never forget it. Oh yeah. And like, so I have some of my voice notes in my head, which are mm. even from even before when they were like smartphones. So like, sometimes you're there and those songs are there, and then you just revisit them and you just revisit those ideas or half-written ideas or voice notes. Mm. Uh, so you pick up the guitar. You know how you every time you pick up a different guitar, a different feel comes and you play it differently. Uh, so sometimes i've been playing one guitar for a long time or pick up a different guitar and that it would remind me of a voice note in my head oh yeah if that makes any sense that's it's, like it's you strange. you have uh, this great uh, memory power i guess with music no, i'm actually quite forgetful with music yes like i i'm the first one to forget names or <laughs> or like uh, connect faces with names mm-hmm. or like there are parts of my life that memories have memory has been blanked out completely mm-hmm. so it's like uh, sometimes i meet friends from long back and i have no connect to how i knew them or where i knew them <laughs> but i know i know them so but then then they start reminding you of like not in a way ki bhul gaya bhai well that yeah. not that one yeah. but like casually they start talking you pretend for 5 10 minutes that you remember everything and then you start remembering you incidents you, you read a lot of books because i can see stack of books i do yeah a bunch bunch of like uh, that really saved my life yeah what what have you been reading now uh, i've been reading this amazing thing which is the rejection collection which okay. is uh, the uh, there are different artists who uh right for uh, the new york it's a graphics novel 
it's not a novel so mm. basically these are just like you know uh, uh, the new yorker so okay. basically these are so the new yorker the magazine has a bunch of uh, people who make cartoons for them yeah. like daily strips yeah so these are cartoons you never saw and never will see in the new yorker because these were the ones that were rejected by rejected. the new yorker wow this sounds quite interesting so these, so, so these were the ones that they uh they sketched and mm. uh when they sent it it was either too like edgy or like not uh you know working with what they wanted so out of uh-huh. the 10 they gave they usually end up choosing one uh-huh. so these are the other nine so from those other nine so this guy went around and this one of the one of the uh, mm-hmm. uh, cartoonists mm-hmm. who used to do it he put a bunch of his and he uh contacted his colleagues and they put mm-hmm. out a bunch of uh, rejected cartoons for the new yorker that never made it to the new yorker this sounds quite interesting because i follow those and then like you read it and you know exactly why yeah <laughs> and you know exactly why they were rejected because they were like you- too out there so so with rejection i have uh, it's just stuck me because with the new uh, the news which has been going around in bollywood about nepotism and uh, i think like you would be a good person to talk about it and uh, about the whole nepotism and things that have been going in bollywood with rejection because i think like nepotism is also related to rejection what do you think about it I mean, I feel that it's it's everywhere. It's in every industry. Uh, it's like uh, you know, you go to a goldsmith. एक सुनार के दुकान में वो सुनार कभी भी you know अपने salesman को चाबी नहीं देगा. Eventually अपने बेटे को ही बनाता है सुनार. So it's the way people play the games and especially films and this city. It's it's a gambling den and people are gambling. So it depends on how people. uh play their card some people play a safe game or some mm. whereby going to people they feel that they feel comfortable with mm. and some people play wild cards mm. uh so it depends so it's a, there is nepotism you cannot deny it but there is also like a person like me who is uh, like when i came to bombay literally knew two people mm. and no one from the industry like you know mm. like so Uh, my uh, father's brother lives here he is the only relative i had mm. and uh, and apart from that one friend or two friends and random friends and some guys were trying to make it here as i did my hotel management so they were trying to make it as uh-huh. hoteliers and okay. hospitality <clears throat> so if i feel that if i got a chance then uh, then anybody can get a chance so it's it's yes you do get rejected but uh, it's like in the corporate world it's the same thing you know like uh, today jay shah is uh, sitting in bcci mm. for with no qualification that's a good example of nepotism probably uh, you get equally good examples in bombay as well mm. probably you get equally good examples in the corporate world as well mm-hmm. uh, it is uh, it is something that uh we as a culture have to deal with and what must uh, must address and is something definitely that should be addressed because in in the in the in the eyes of justice the most deserving candidate should get the yeah, part right but it never happens but uh, it it doesn't happen in a lot of industries mm. and i feel it also happens in bombay 
बट लाइक अदर इंडस्ट्रीज देर आर पीपल ब्रोकन थ्रू एंड दे आर and that's why the heroes right like mahendra singh dhoni coming out of nowhere there was a there was a thing going on cricket long back when they was they said that uh, only like city boys get to become captains mm-hmm. the earlier captains would only be from delhi or bombay or mm-hmm. you know like then then uh, uh, kapil dev came in as an example this is mm-hmm. amazing a chandigarh boy is becoming a captain and mahendra singh dhoni has become a captain from rajasthan like these are really absolutely fantastic uh, examples and there is no denying today that the superpower of india lies in b towns mm. uh, most of the startups that are working most of the interesting brains that are coming that are taking effect they are all from b towns so <clears throat> that that's a, probably a hard pill to digest for some people but that's reality and and uh, uh, you know लाइक आई रोट इन हम वो हम नहीं सेमो सैलाबों से आंधियों से तूफानों से वो आग बुझ जाए जो हवाओं से वो हम नहींशली they will only reject you if you if if they can but if you are irresistible why would they reject you so yeah. i think like that that's what probably if i came from privilege i wouldn't have achieved half the things i've been able to achieve but you know what like uh, even in other corporate or even in politics uh, nepotism has always been there but uh, with artist especially um artists are more sensitive human beings than probably a person who is into corporate world or probably politics i don't even count them as sensitive or even emotional an artist is very emotional very sensitive and the experiences that he carries uh, or she carries is completely different from a normal human being like uh, facing nepotism in any other uh, field so here comes the whole question of the alarming question of uh, mental wellness or in, like mindfulness or everything else the cases of uh, you know like uh, mental dis this uh, stability is more in more with artist than any other that we hear or that we get i don't i don't entirely agree with that mm-hmm. i feel that artists are someone who wear their emotion on sleeve but it's equally there like uh mental wellness is an issue that is probably a bigger pandemic in our nation right now mm. 99% of the people i know in this country they are not happy with their jobs mm. like how how many how many times have you seen the people complain about the mondays mm. like why would you complain about a monday if you don't like your job I don't complain about Mondays. I look forward to Mondays. I look forward to like where the where the hell were you guys, man? Come on, let's start working because I love my work so much. Mm. Uh, so that's not true with other people. Like they are, they are uh, you know hating going to the job. There are jokes about it. They they've made it normal by joking about it. You know Monday blues and yeah. all of that. Like and it's it's nine. So I feel like and that's with the people who are privileged to have a job. then there is a big section which is the biggest section in our country that don't have a job at all 
I mean, do you think they are not like like I went through a time uh, in Delhi when I had no money to get my next meal. I know what kind of thoughts were going through my mind. It was it was borderline criminal thoughts. I would have done anything to get that uh, food in my belly or get that job. I know the kind of drive I got into. I knew when I used to enter a place that if I don't get this job, I'm, I don't have food. Mm. So the way that I would charm them, the way that I would speak, I've lied so many times to get a job. Like, you know, <laughs> that's all survival. But if you really see it from the woke lens now, it feels fucking bullshit. Mm. Like I've lied when I have applied for jobs, mm. uh, and it is so. I feel that it is artists wear their emotion on sleeve, so it's mm. more visible. But there is a whole. uh array of people around the country who think who have no option but to finish their jobs go back home switch on their kishore kumar and drink old mang you know mm. they dealing with it through alcohol and they escaping it through cinema look at our cinema why do you think our cinema is escapist most of it because they want to escape the misery of their life it's like and they don't even understand therapy like when in fact when people talk about artists like when people spoke about sushant and i was speaking with my friends and they was they were wondering like why but why did he have to do it he had so much money one of my friends said he even donated a, donated a crore to the kerala floods yeah even why nagaland did he, why did he have to sorry even nagaland so that's what like the so people wonder like why did he have to be depressed or sad <laughs> and it is that we a lot of us are not mentally well and it is something that needs to be addressed because in india either tum pagal ho ya tum sahi ho beech ka kuch nahi hai na to pagal ko ek chain se bandh ke ped ke sath bandh diya jata hai aur jo normal hote hain wo normal hote hain aur itna dar hai pagal hone ka ki कि कि अगर तुम हल्के से पागल हो भी रहो दिमाग तो छुपाते रहते हो छुपाने से तुम्हारा पागलपन बढ़ते रहता है and then believing that it's like facebook not facebook instagram you know filter laga ke apni photo achhi banate rehte hain so it's mm. it's like you know i wrote this song dur about it mm. uh, which uh, which has these lines gham ne yahan gham pehchana hai zakhm hai naya par dard purana hai kareeb aao zara batao ho tum kahan is because we don't talk about it and we take pride in it you know that that hero दिल में चोट खाया हुआ है चेहरे पे मुस्कान है पर आंख में आंसू है दिल में दर्द है दैट्स लाइक दैट सीन एज अ हीरोइक इमेज शुड नॉट बी अ हीरोइक इमेज या सो सो इट इज अ लॉट ऑफ अस आर गोइंग थ्रू इट अ लॉट ऑफ अस आर सैड लाइक द वे दैट आवर पेरेंट्स आर ब्रॉट अस अप इट वाज रियली हार्ड दे हैड नो मनी देयर वाज नो बिफोर द इकॉनमी ओपनड अप इट वाज आई डोंट आई वंडर हाउ दे इवन यू नो ब्रॉट अस अप विद काइंड ऑफ लाइक द मनी दैट दे वर गेटिंग Yeah. and it's it's like i can't even imagine the kind of stress they have gone through mm. uh the problems that that indian uh 
मिडिल क्लास लोअर मिडिल क्लास पुअर पीपल ऑन द स्ट्रीट बिलो पॉवर्टी लाइन द काइंड ऑफ प्रॉब्लम से गो थ्रू लाइक आई हैव अ प्रिविलेज टू हैव प्रॉब्लम्स कि मेरे को जॉब नहीं मिला और यू नो मुझे लाइक दैट्स दैट्स नॉट इवन अ प्रॉब्लम दैट दैट्स लाइक एंड आई एम नॉट सेइंग दैट पीपल कांट गेट डिप्रेस्ड अबाउट दिस पीपल कैन बट दैट्स हाउ आई फील लाइक आई एट लीस्ट हैव अ रूफ ऑन माय हेड एंड आई हैव समथिंग टू ईट लाइक इट्स नॉट लाइक वी आर मेकिंग फिल्म्स एंड वी आर मेकिंग म्यूजिक इट्स आवर चॉइस लाइक दैट्स नॉट अ प्रॉब्लम दैट्स लाइक problem is with the person who doesn't have food to eat or worse than doesn't have food to feed his or her kids mm. that's an issue now you want to deal with that and tell me that they are not depressed you know like so 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 like when i feel that kya ho raha hai in life mein it's not that saying ki agar unki problem hai to un, to meri problem problem nahi hai kya wo hai problem hai but aur usse bhi uske bare mein tumhe depressed hona bilkul jaiz hai और होना भी चाहिए क्योंकि माहौल ऐसा है और और अगर हो रहे हो तो फिर उसको पर ये कहना ही मुश्किल है हार नहीं माननी चाहिए पर वर्ल्ड लाइक यू नो वी आर हेयर टू लिव एंड वी कैन बी इन एनीवन्स शू टू एन एक्सटेंड टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट पर्सन कंप्लीटली या एंड इट्स द सेम थिंग लाइक व्हाट प्रॉब्ली a person with a privilege is going through the kind of depression that person is going through is probably the same as the amount of depression and amount of sadness and amount of misery a person is going through could be same as somebody who has nothing mm. uh and that is something for people to understand mm. uh you know like death is the only reality mm. and uh, although this is getting a really intense <laughs> direction thing in its direction but but uh it is the only reality we have we are born the day we are born we are walking one step closer to our death and that's yeah. the only reality and that's the only thing that we cannot accept yeah and life is that life is about living and trying to get through this as i said you know we are on a long road trip and every step is an adventure and then uh you can either look it as an adventure or a mishap or a tragedy yeah do you also invest into mental and physical health a lot i not as much as i should mm. and not is it is it like a realization which came recently or you have always been busy no as i said realization to bahut pehle aa gaya tha us pe amal nahi kiya like so realization ka aa gaya tha but like you know it's it's like you know that you have to exercise yeah but you should exercise every day but you not like yeah. at least i'm not exercising every day no but i i i saw you after such a long time and you look so fit and fine ankur has never aged a bit it's been because that's probably because i'm i'm inherently not an unhappy person okay uh, i try and not like i try and release my stress to my music mm-hmm. and uh, these days i've been eating home food so it's been healthy yeah so uh, so it's like uh, it's uh, yeah but yeah everyone has issues and problems and things mm. to go through uh and i think that's what life is to deal with it and if you can humor it i think that's the best way yeah. that you can look at it yeah. if you can find humor in it that's why i like this book which is about rejection but rejection. it's only humor <laughs> like and i love it like if you, i actually i uh, my father in law actually once said this about about if you can find humor in it i really found it interesting that like if you can find humor in your tragedy or your yeah. problem then 
I know like I'm smiling now because I could connect very well to the humor bit because uh, I have been dealing with anxiety from a long time and that's why we came up with the last album sleep because the band sleep. helped me yeah band helped me to like mm-hmm. uh, create something which would eventually go into like sleep or relaxation or whatever but uh, you know with the humor bit uh, whenever at 2:00 uh, or 3:00 o'clock after sleep like when suddenly i would wake up uh, i'll be having panic attack and everything and i would be calling bob or anyone from the band and all i would say is like bhai lag gayi you know and that brings out that whole laughter bit and it just takes the whole conversation to something else just because of humor you know yeah. how i expressed it i would be like texting some day uh, there were there were worse days and worse time and then i would be just texting everyone bros thodi phat gayi hai you know and that brings out the whole conversation in a different way not just like trying to listen or i don't know like it might work to, with someone or it might not work with anyone but as you said like humor should always be there to deal things very easily i guess i mean that's the basis of our band like when i met sid and i realized that his jokes are as bad <laughs> as mine i knew that i have to start a band with this guy so it was it was very simple i feel like and and uh, touchwood till now we have been like uh, you know like they are like brothers like uh, sid johan gigi uh, vivan uh, it's like All a really bunch of like, great dudes, you know. Like everyone just knows like, how to. They're like they're funny as hell, and they're really bad sense of humor, and only we like our humor. And you know, the best part about Sid is like he completes his joke and he laughs so loudly, and that will make yeah. you like eventually. Oh, it should have been funny, you know. Like I watch Sid and But I. But I, I genuinely find it funny. I genuinely find it funny. <laughs> I, like I, I have to admit, I really find his humor amazing. I know that a lot of people might not agree with it, but I really find him funny. like and uh, you know although if united nations had a division to approve <laughs> jokes i think they would reject all my jokes and his jokes but i still like them as they are that's really nice yeah because i always look up to sid being in a festival and in the green room oh my god he's so much fun you know just him being around he's amazing and yeah. the energy that he has like i remember one weekend uh, somehow he had booked himself in like five bands that were playing the same day <laughs> and between the sound checks from the morning that started early morning till the night when it ended i would be going in a, in the festival in direction i would just see him running from one stage to another or like one sound check to another or it was just like him like group group like was like road runner vibes and it was hilarious yeah so what's next for you ankur Uh, I've been working on an EP. Mm. That I've written some songs. Uh, that was uh, I was recording them before uh, pandemic happened. So continuing with that somehow, trying to finish that. Then I have uh, uh, I've been writing a couple of scripts. So working on them, uh, just like slow churn with that and trying to. Mm-hmm. See what happens with them. Just ideas. Yeah, you, uh, you also, I, I somewhere maybe on Twitter, I guess, or Instagram, you shared a movie post. Are you uh, very familiar with this uh, website, Movie dot com? Do you watch a lot of movies there? Yeah, and not a lot, but they have some movies that you know, like you don't find like it like elsewhere. Was, 
and also i missed out on a lot of movies because in rurki you know certain movies never came about on vhs tapes not that i was i was even aware of them and i was growing up anyway we were not watching many movies mm. and the movies that would come to rurki talkies or neelam talkies like you can mm. imagine that kind of movies that were coming there they were all like pot boiler masalas mm. they never fascinated me i never was like mm. i used to i remember clearly i used to go to see a movie and i would tell my mom to wake me up ki end ki ladai mein utha dena because <laughs> you know it was that's how i used to see movies and then when i got exposed to independent cinema and things that realized that there are so many movies in india got made that one didn't have uh, you know the fortune of watching uh, so i always felt that i've kind of missed out on a lot of interesting stories Mm-hmm. so and a lot of them uh, are being shown on movie yeah. apart from the international films which we still saw uh, when piracy came and we would download mm-hmm. movies and mm-hmm. still we would get copies of them but the indian movies like you know yeah. where would you get them yeah. like if i wanted to see a see a, you know masi saab or if i wanted to see Om Dharma. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You, where where would you see them? And regional cinema, so you forget it. Mm. So it's like it's like a great library. Yeah, great. And they have also opened up a library. It can get very intense, also, you know. Can, yeah, can you can't do it always. Also. Yeah, like I started yeah. movie when so the that, pandemic started. They started this whole one ninety nine bucks three months. And when I yeah. started, I was yeah. so happy to see the collection, and I just sat. back to back for 4 days oh my god the fifth day was too heavy for me i was like oh my yeah. this is not something that you can do always so sometimes you need your dose of friends or something stupid like that yeah, yeah. so you can like switch yeah what do you think about the form of art that is coming out from this country at this point of time do you appreciate it i mean it's, we are in a very interesting cast uh, of like how Uh, and it's it's showing in every medium whether it's music whether it's movies whether it's books literature uh, art you know, in terms of painting sculpture because i feel that we are a country like the world is on a boil right now so there is a lot of chaos and uh, which is always a good uh, you know place for artists to be in terms of you have material to write about when everything is good Yeah. Then I feel you have very little material to write about, like you on the beach. Then, mm. right now, I feel that the chaos is reigning in this world. So, uh, reigning as in like reigning and also reigning. But as we are, so you can drench yourself in that rain, and you can uh, really uh, emote through your work. And a lot of like uh, books that are being written to. uh web shows uh, that are being made to movies that are being made to music that's been made in mainstream non mainstream it's uh it's quite fantastic we're in a yeah. good place yeah because any anyone i'm talking to about the art which will come out after the pandemic ends or after the whole situation gets better it will be completely different and that's because lot of the artists let it be any field of art are like taking their time off to realize who are they which would change everything i guess i mean it is like like the pandemic for me is a world changing event after 9/11 mm. 
uh, you know the world changed after 9/11 and now you don't notice it because it's become normal yeah you know how you go to airports how the your visa checks with things the way people look at you uh, islamophobia the the way that the world changed after 9/11 uh, is how the world will change after this and after 5 6 years maybe 7 years it'll all be normal yeah. and that will be the new normal that people talk about so mm-hmm. i feel like it's it's as important as that uh, it's as important a world event as that mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to change a lot of things you just have to see how you going to deal with it yeah it was lovely having you ankur and the best part about this conversation was that i didn't introduce about the show and that's how i would love What's to show <laughs> see that you, i i just forgot the name of the show no it's perfect i forgot that we talking for a show no yeah. it is perfect because the show is called let it flow the conversation is without it any did, agenda it did flow it did flow and yeah. it just did wonders to the whole name of the show you know like yeah this so is so it's not a good show to come on when if you have a bad tummy <laughs> Now you are getting into the jokes that you were speaking about. What was the best joke that you cracked and you were really proud of? I'm never proud of my jokes and they're always you, based there around the world. There has to be one joke that you are proud of for sure. Not really. I think this is pretty good for today. I think it's all going to be downhill from here on. वो एक स्टेप गिरने के बाद गिरते जाते हो गिरते जाते हो वो होता है इट्स लाइक अभी तो होने वाला है इट्स लाइक बेबी वॉक the next step is going to balance this one so i would not indulge with my you with my humor anymore uh, and i would let it flow and let you uh, yeah. flow in your world no thank you so much uncle this means a lot and also okay. uh, i would be looking forward to your next releases and zarur uh, hope hopefully same here kabhi bhi in the yeah yeah for sure for sure i'll be texting you soon एंड होपफुली जब भी ये सब चीजें खत्म होती है और वापस हम लोग का लाइव शो कभी भी शुरू होता है जब भी होता है मिलते हैं जरूर या मिलेंगे जरूर पक्का थैंक यू अंकुल बाय बाय